don't scale with them because you're going to be their trial. You're going to be their pilot. If I'm going to give several projects to a general contractor, I need to know he or she already is skilled their business. We cannot grow together. Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her show. Each week, we're either interviewing a rock star woman or we're doing a mini-sode where we break down a topic that you want to know more about. And we get to the point as fast as we possibly can because we know women do not have time to waste. So I love today's topic about around contractors. Mm-hmm. And Andressa is a, a wizard I don't know, wizard's a good term, but she has such a way of being. I, I partner with her on numerous deals. So I'm excited. Andres is leading this topic around just how to set yourself up for success, especially as a woman investor. I'm going to break down a couple of my, my top three challenges uh, that I face as women dealing with contractors in real estate. Before I dissect it, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Interest rates are sky high in 2023, and buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an 8, 9, or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, They've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high cash flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. So Liz, I'm going to start this episode by, by doing a quick disclaimer, right? So when we share challenges and difficult situations that women face when dealing with challenges or investing in real estate, I want to clarify here that none of those challenges have prevented me from starting, growing, and scaling the business that I currently have. 
So by acknowledging those challenges that women face, the goal is not to accept the victim mentality, but acknowledge that those challenges do exist and allow women to speak about them and educate those that might not be aware that that is happening. So that's why we are having this conversation right now. And I'm going to start with my number one thing. It might be very surprising for a couple of people that I'm talking, I'm putting this in my number one, but um, I don't know if I shared this before. You might not know Liz about Ooh, I love things I don't know about you. So the number one thing that the challenge is safety. I don't think we talk too much about this, right? So important. But in, in my head, when I'm meeting a contractor, I'm going to a property for the first time. I am thinking where I'm parking. I am thinking who is going to be in that house. I am concerned about my safety. It does cross my head. If this person here right now, I'm 5'4", right? If this person tries to do something, there's no fucking way I can get out of it. Mm. Right? It's real for a lot of women. And I I go through it and I have boundaries. I don't meet anybody for the first time by myself. I just don't. I just don't. I don't go to houses meeting a contractor for the first time, empty houses by myself. I just don't. I have a device that it's alert. If I pull it, it makes a horrendous sound. I have people that I text when I go, they know where I am, right? So the, it's it's a whole baggage that mm. we carry around, to be honest. And I, I'm not saying this because it's in my head. So that's the part that I'm going to share with you, Liz. Mm. So um, many years ago, there was a situation where, mm. you know, when you... you you get comfortable talking to people. You have built multiple properties and the crew knows you, you yeah. know them. So yep. there's a friend, friendliness, friendliness, happening. Mm-hmm. friendliness happening. Mm-hmm. I think that many people distort that to a different scenario. And in one of those situations, I was by myself with a crew member of one of my GCs and he made a, a sexual comment to me. Mm. Did not when know that. that you didn't know that I didn't. So when he did that, hmm. immediately, you know what my brain did? Not. I question if I heard that right. I question because English is not my first language. So sure. immediately, I was like, "What could be something else that he has said that could sound the same way?" And I couldn't. So I said, "I said." What, what what did you say? And he repeated. Mm. So Same when thing. he repeated, my heart started beating so fast. And I have words for everything, right? I have opinions and words for everything. I did not have words there. My my thought process at that moment was like, how can I get out of this house in a way that it seems that is just like, yeah. So I got out of the house. Mm. And I call the GC immediately. And I said to him, I really need to meet you in person. Yeah. To have that conversation. About yeah. that. Yeah. So when I shared this with him and I did trust them and I did trust everybody, 
he started shaking. He couldn't believe mm. he fired the guy, but he did something. We agreed that he would do something because that can be a lawsuit that can shut down a pro- uh, company, entire company can yeah. be horrible, right? Yep. But what he took responsibility was for the culture of his company. In any moment when he had that conversation with the person, the person genuinely didn't know what was harassment, what was appropriate and what was not appropriate in a in in a in a setting like like that. So there was a lot of repercussions, not just for that person, but for the entire company in terms of what is the culture. What what are we are dealing with uh, yeah. right now? So for those of you that are, are are listening, right? I don't take this lightly. Your your safety is is the number one. There's no property, there's no profit that will come first. And if you feel uncomfortable that something is off, leave, like leave immediately. Especially if you go to a property where there's multiple people and you are the only one on your side. I think that uh, I wouldn't, that would not work for me. And I'll stand. So that's my number one here. Yeah, that's huge. And I think we take it for granted. But Mm -hmm. I know for me, you know, I'm running and I see a group of men and I'm not close to my car. Like that feeling comes up. There's multiple times that's come up for me. Job sites. I agree. I usually, I usually have ever, I've ever, I've always met, met people with another, cause I wasn't leading the construction. So I usually was with someone else naturally because mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily mine to own, but, um, safety's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And uh, we can't take that lightly. No. So the second thing that I would say <laughs> it's a challenge is elevate your tolerance level. Here's why. We are masters in figuring things out and doing multiple things at the same time. We are the saviors. And I think the trap is when we hire general contractors and we really, really do their job in certain areas where we shouldn't, right? I'll ask you, if if you have done a rehab job, if you're listening right now, you have done a rehab job, how many times you made lists for them? How many times you order for them? How many times you found a different fixture that they couldn't find it? How many times you resolve problems? How many times you were the thinker and the savior? I don't want that anymore, I should say. Because my past, I'm guilty. I'm freaking guilty, right? And I think that as I started working with a different level of general contractors, oof, it's amazing right? I don't have to think. They are the experts. I take a three steps back. I don't have to do none of that. Yeah. And I don't because I elevate my tolerance level. It starts with me. So I'm going to give you like, please write this down, go to our short show notes and copy all those things over here. So those are my non-negotiables that I must have before I sign a contract and write the check. If you have this, you're like halfway through the success of your 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 relationship with your GC and your your job. So number one, have a contract. And I say this because it's not a given. Have a written contract that your attorney will review. And if it's their contract, your attorney needs to review as well. Number one, contract. Number two, scope of work that's going to be attached to the contract. Finish his list. Attached to the contract, payment plan, 
attached to the contract. I want a copy of their license. I want to be added as an additional insured to their uh, insurance. It does not cost anything else. I want lien, lien waivers. When I give a check, the lien waiver comes my way and we're good. So those items are non-negotiable, but it starts with my standards. If you are complaining over and over again that you can't stand your general contractor not showing up, not following through, I'm sorry, that's on you. You are accepting it over and over again until I always say the universe makes it so bad, so bad for us to wake up. Guess how I know, <laughs> right? I got stolen. I got like delayed and all of that. So keep that in mind. Number three, Liz, is scaling gradually. I think one of the biggest challenges that I faced before is that when a general contractor is doing a great job, I'm like, okay, give a second project to them with the expectation that they're going to keep the same quality standard and timeline. And that's far from being true, right? Mm. So I think that a couple of questions that I recommend all of you to ask is, I'll share five, okay? Share the size of your current crew. You need to know. If it is two people, come on, it's, it's a given, right? If you if you have uh, like outside crew, if you have to hire them, have you worked with them before? Who would be the main point of contact, boots on the ground on both projects? I want to know who that person is. What are your current projects and how far are they? If they have three other projects in beginning stage, is it okay to add another one? It's different if they have three projects that are in final stages and now they can handle yours, another one from, from yours. What's the maximum number of projects have you completed at the same time? That's very important to know. And listen, just a disclaimer. If, if it's like a one-man job or when one-woman job and they're going to quote-unquote scale with you, if they don't already have a project manager, don't scale with them because you're going to be their trial. You're going to be their pilot. If I'm going to give several projects to a general contractor, I need to know he or she already scaled their business. We cannot grow together as the heat or she tests out a project manager. It just doesn't work. It's just trying to fit a square on a circle hole. It's not going to work. So that's what I got today. Mm. Number, number one, your safety. Number two, your mindset. Elevate your tolerance level. And number three, scale gradually. It's all about us. It's all about them. Yeah, it that's always is about us. Control. That's the only thing that we can control. Last words, Liz, before we go. No, you hit it on the nail. Do <laughs> something with what you get from these mini-sodes. Take action, a small action as a result of today's mini-sode. Biggest thing you can do. Thanks so much for listening. Ciao. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. 
Ciao. 